0: to an episode of talking about uh youtube talking about uh creating content online and specifically in 2023 uh, posting gun content on youtube and i guess maybe specifically uh doing that with the uh trying to monetize those that content so we've got clover on here uh clover attack hey. gun academy thanks for joining us
1: yeah, you bet. Looking forward to uh, the conversation and uh, hopefully get the word out and sort of get people, I think you had said uh, this is going to kind of kind of be a primer, and so kind of get people to thinking about policy because that's, you know, well I'll start out by saying some of the troubles that people um, are relaying recently. There's a lot of, of misinformation out there. Go figure in this day and age, uh, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln once talked about the misinformation on Facebook. I think didn't he? Um, you know, go figure, right? And you know, the problem is you get policies that are that are enacted, and it takes months and months, and, and sometimes even years before. Um, the staff, the algorithms, everything else catches up with those policies. So as a creator in any niche, not just being a gun trooper, if we're not aware of those policies, if we don't keep up with those policies, if we don't uh, you know, do our diligence and our homework and what we should do as a creator and especially in a uh, professional or semi-professional capacity, um, for example, if we're getting paid through uh, AdSense and the monetization program, Um, Then what happens is once those things propagate across the platform, uh, they start becoming problematic for those that have either, you know, inadvertently or willingly ignored them. And so uh, just keep in mind out there that a lot of that is what you're seeing across a lot of channels that are complaining right now um, is that, you know, they have not kept up with policy uh, with understanding and learning and, and all of that policy. And it's yeah, caught up just, with
0: them. We just jumped right in there. First two and a half minutes <laughs> right into to get rid of details. See. So that's yeah, what we're talking about. We're talking about creating content, creating content on YouTube. And if it's got, uh, well, things that have to do with firearms or uh, in the realms of firearms, then uh, what we're going to be dealing with as partners of YouTube or people that are monetized on YouTube, their channels or their content uh, and, or the community standards. So there's some different things that we as content creators are going to deal with on YouTube and Clover has been doing is kind of projects helping people develop their content or their channel, their channels specifically on YouTube and then working with YouTube on policy um, kind of, working with uh, development and interpretation of, and then how they work with it, uh, with right. the creators. And then uh, lots of people have suck, uh, sought out Clover as like a coach or a uh, um, uh, consult, consulting, I guess, or whatever, sure. to uh, understand, uh, interpretate, interpreting what's been going on with stuff. So that's the kind of concept of today. And the reason we're doing that tonight in 2000 and early 2023 is because there's been a bunch of stuff happening coincidentally like you know or not and because there's a lot of stuff going on and said hey let's have a show let's talk about it but instead of just going off in all kinds of tangents or getting super crazy about it in order to be useful and in order to be explanatory let's consider this a primer. So I asked Clover to come up with a description of the environment we're in. So again, we're talking about people that use a camera, phone more often than not to create content. And sometimes that's video, sometimes that's audio, sometimes that's photographs, sometimes that's written blog posts or articles. And whatever it is, if it happens to be focused on firearms, we have some things we gotta deal with. And right now, like I say, we've got a bunch of stuff that's going down been coincidentally or not all at the same time here for various reasons and in order to have specific conversations with anybody clover or anybody is going to end up either having some assumptions that everyone understands the playing field or goes through and explains the playing field over and over and over so this is going to be a primer this is going to be an attempt for clover who's explained this over and over in the past and then again often recently to explain as a what a YouTube partner is all about and how that works and then the content or what do we call the community standards or the
1: yeah the we'll get into that X the various yeah. the various policies at play yes
0: so we are doing this live and we do both of us value the live stuff we're comfortable with the live stuff so thanks to everybody who's live we're not going to spend entire show saying hey to everybody because again this is supposed to be or designed to be a useful primer for anybody that's trying to figure this all out and then going to be having uh, you know the next step is having a more in-depth conversation with someone about the specific so in order to kind of explain the whole thing i just wanted to kind of start us off with that and with that said i'm still figuring this all out so clover is going to be doing most of the lift in here But again, we are live, so feel free to ask questions. I'll be clicking on those as we go along. Hopefully, we're going to shoot. We're shooting for about a half an hour of explaining what's going on, the environment we're in today, and how that's going to affect each of us. Although we're all doing things differently. I'm a different channel than Clover is, and he's a different channel than whoever's listening to this is. So we're all different, but we do have some, we're all interfacing with some of the same areas, and that's what we're going to describe. So feel free to ask questions. We'll address some of those. And then we'll have more shows we usually go live every tuesday to kind of workshop and talk about what it's like to create content online but with that said thanks right. again clover for your time yeah. and uh, we've got a quick uh kind of summary or maybe a bullet point list of what we're going to be talking about so you can kind of cheat and i posted a link to our sub stack with just a nice bullet point list or you can just look at the description of this video and if you have any questions or anything again feel free to throw them into the chat here if you're listening to this in the future. Leave them in the description on any of the channels you're listening to this on, and we'll address them on one of our Tuesday shows or just address you individually. But thanks again, Clover. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, or absolutely, or reach out, you know, to me uh, personally or whatever on any of the channels, any of the social medias. So, you know, I think it's it's important to start and talk about because uh, Jeeves mentioned several things there, um, and we talk about policies, plural. And I think that's where a lot of creators get hung up, is that they think that there's one YouTube policy and there's not. There's various YouTube policies at play. Now, they all have common threads and they're all kind of interwoven. So today what we're going to talk about is is primarily policies uh, revolving around monetization. Okay, And the reason that we're going to talk about that is those are the most nuanced and also the most strict. As far as policies right um, monetization policies dictate whether or not uh, you were able to monetize your content in a litany of ways and we'll talk about that here in just a second but um, the community side of policy is whether or not your channel gets to stay on YouTube right you, you've heard of channel strikes that is those community policy violations those tend to to be a more egregious uh, you know violations than just getting a video or your channel uh, demonetized. You're maybe not eligible for monetization from the jump, right? So if if we focus on the most nuanced and the most strict policies, then I have found over the years that the community side, it tends to take care of itself. So that's why I want to start out with that. Um, And so and starting out with that, we're gonna we're gonna mention the YPP. You hear that a lot. That's the YouTube Partner Program. So after you, and they are changing this, by the way, in February they're broadening this to bring in uh, smaller channels and channels that do Shorts and other things. But as a general rule, up until this point, uh, to be eligible for the YouTube Partner Program, meaning you can make money off the platform, be it through advertising. Uh, YouTube uh, channel memberships, super chats, super thanks—all of those mechanisms that you you may already have, or you may see uh, other creators that have. In order to be eligible for that, you have to have the thousand subscribers and the four thousand hours of watch time. Of course, you then you know set everything up, have your AdSense account, apply for that, uh, and then they go through your channel uh, and they turn that on. Right, they accept you as a member of the YouTube partner program um, and one specific thing and again I know that on uh, G's channel and I think they're on mine if not I will update the description later on uh, I will have some links to specific links to things we are referencing uh, today which is the YouTube channel monetization policies uh, Google help doc as well as the advertiser friendly guidelines help doc which we'll get to here a little later on but when we talk about youtube channel monetization policies we're talking about the youtube partner program that first step that uh that you need to get everything monetized and one of the very first lines i'm going to read this verbatim and it speaks to the multiple policies i was talking about just a second ago If you read that, it says, if you're monetizing on YouTube, it is important that your channel follows YouTube monetization policies. These include policies described below, as well as YouTube's community guidelines, terms of service, copyright, rights clearance adjustment policies, and Google AdSense program policies. These policies apply to anyone in or looking to apply to the YouTube Partner Program uh, the YouTube Shorts monetization policies also apply if you're monetizing shorts on YouTube. All content monetizing with ads must follow our advertiser-friendly guidelines. And so you've heard me talk about guidelines and policies. There's several there, right? So it's important to keep in mind that when you're talking about monetization, it can encompass all of these. The Again, the monetization policies and the advertiser-friendly guidelines are the most strict. So that's what we're kind of going to uh, going to run with, right? So, when let's let's take a look at because we've had some issues recently where channels have been pulled from the YouTube Partner Program, right? And so, in order to kind of dissect that, or for people to wonder, okay, how do I? What do I need to be paying attention to if I want to get into the YouTube Partner Program? Or hey, I've been kicked out of it. What went wrong? I wonder where the problem lies. Okay. There's a few identifiers that we can look at. um, And number one is the main theme, And that's your niche. For many of us, it's going to be firearm related, right? Um, That's primarily what we're talking to. That's where my, we'll call it expertise and experience lies. So I can't speak to, you know, the political. I can't speak to current events. I can't really speak to those things real heavily. Um, So, Just keep in mind that this is is mainly focused on firearms. So, you know, we're talking about they're going to look at it and they're going to see your firearm channel, right? Okay, that's not a problem. That's allowed. There's plenty of uh, room on the platform for that type of content. So next, they're going to look at your most viewed videos, your videos with the most views. They're going to look at the top 10 to 20-ish videos to kind of get an idea of, okay, well, What type of content is this creator making that has really resonated in the past and continues to get a whole lot of views, a whole lot of traction on the platform, right? Then they're going to look at your newest content, right? They're going to say, okay, now that we know what, the mass majority of people are viewing on this particular channel. Let's look at what kind of new content this person's put it up. Maybe they shifted gears. Maybe they changed the main theme or the niche over, right? Things like that could happen. And so they're going to look at those 10 to 20-ish new videos as well. Next, they're going to, kind of in the same um, vein as looking at the most viewed videos, they're going to look at, you know, which videos are getting that do you have and the, and the subject of those videos and that sort of thing, the, the main theme, again, um, have the biggest proportion of watch time, right? They're going to be looking at those kind of things. And then finally, they're going to be looking at metadata, right? And it's really important as we, we have this conversation and we move forward, especially when we get to into advertiser-friendly guidelines, it's really important that you remember metadata because we're going to be talking about context, right? When you create your videos, when you're, you're putting your information out there, Providing as much context, accurate context, as you possibly can around that piece of content. And the metadata is your titles, your thumbnails, your tags, your descriptions, your things like that, right? The written stuff that's plugged into that video, things that the algorithm and the robots and and the AI and all that kind of stuff can read. Okay. So um, going uh, on that, there's also... A, uh, a, another caveat with uh, becoming a member of the YouTube Partner Program that I think it's important to remember, uh, and this is a quote again from that Google Help doc. It says, we do not allow egregious behavior that has a large negative impact on the community. This policy means you should be respectful of your viewers, your fellow creators, and our advertisers both on and off YouTube, right? So you can imagine somebody that is an unsavory character. I mean, take the yee thing that has went on in pop culture lately, whatever it might be. Um, You can imagine somebody saying or doing crazy things out there in the world. That's going to reflect ultimately because that channel is a reflection of them. And the advertisers go, whoa, this person is a nut job, whatever the case may be. We don't want to be associated with it. And so you can see how that could affect monetization so um that revolves around uh getting into the partner program the aspects of what youtube looks at uh, as far as the partner program uh goes and uh the advertiser friendly guidelines which we're going to hit on next is is really the the meat and potatoes it's the guts it's the it's all the the juicy stuff (laughs) within that so that's the stuff where we get really we really get more specific about the individual pieces of content. That said, I want to take a uh, a pause here just to questions, follow up, anything that I that I left out, I missed out on. G, real quick before we we move on. Nobody's saying
0: anything in there. I had one, but it's it's on a tangent, so we'll. Can they, okay. There's no point to stop on your. Just okay. overall description here in okay. the flow so keep going
1: yeah that's great because really like i said the meat and potatoes of this is those advertiser friendly guidelines now um again there should so be essentially a
0: link- just i guess to essentially then what we're saying so what you've said so far is that youtube has the partner program and then they also have their community standards and since the monetization aspect the partner program has a higher Scrutiny, a higher level of um, correct interest. Then that's if you have a community one, it's probably going to hit the other one.
1: No, it it would be vice versa. Right. Okay, so you can
0: often get knocked off with the monetization thing while your channel's in good shape. Sure. I guess yeah, I was going to say absolutely. if you if you do something to knock your channel over, you're you're putting your other one at risk though. No.
1: If you're if you're like one hundred percent, yeah, but I mean, you're going to put your channel at risk anyway because you're at risk of losing your channel completely, right, with a community uh, policy issue. So with the monetization side of things, um, you it's know, more it's more fragile.
0: Of, but once you break right. it, you can still have a channel. You're not going to lose your channel just because you can't monetize it.
1: Right. You get a video dinged. Maybe you get your entire channel dinged or whatever the case may be. And even at that with your whole channel, usually it's temporary. Right, you you have 30 days, you have some sometimes it's a major suspension, you have 90 days, whatever the case may be, and you can reapply for, for that monetization, you can reapply for the partner program, right? Um, as opposed to the community violation. So, that's what I was saying at the very first. We're, we're going to focus today on the monetization side, and, and we're going to get into some specifics here with the advertiser friendly guidelines. Because if you understand those, if you're following those. The odds of you getting a community violation are very, very, very slim because, as you said, there's more scrutiny. There's more nuance. It's a little more strict when it comes to the advertiser friendly guidelines than it is the community policy, which has to do with stand on the platform. Hopefully that explained that.
0: And that's the next part you were going to talk about here. I'll link to the youtube page that has the actual guidelines yeah
1: thank you to that and again in the description if it's not while we're live i will make sure to update all that and get it in whatever platform uh after we after we get done here but let's 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 dive into the advertiser friendly guidelines because this is really where it's at And, and as a creator if you're monetized if you're already a part of that youtube partner program the ypp then you see this every time you upload a video, you see these advertiser-friendly guidelines. You have to go through a survey type thing and you know self-certify your video that you know it meets these criteria or that, right? And so I want to focus on obviously there is a firearms related content section to that self-certification area in the advertiser-friendly guidelines. And we are going to get to that. But I do want to point out that oftentimes I see um, firearm content creators, gun tubers, if you will, I see them messing up because they only look, they've got the blinders on, they've got tunnel vision. Hey, I'm a gun tuber, I'm cranking out gun reviews, and all they hit is a firearms related content tab, and they don't pay attention to other things. So, as a content creator on this platform, right? YouTube doesn't make a distinction as to what type of creator we are, right? So their policies, all policies basically apply to everyone. If you had a makeup channel that decided they were going to make a gun video for some reason, firearm policy would apply to them. Well, the same thing applies to gun tubers. And so one of the things I see is inappropriate language, right? Make sure that when you're self-certifying make sure that you go in and you check those appropriate boxes for, you know, the self-certification uh, when dealing with inappropriate language. And if you go into that, there's several things under the self-certification. You've got several layers, if you will. There's several options that you can choose. Um, the, the one that best fits the, the content that you've uploaded, right? If you don't do any cursing at all, then, you know, you're probably not going to have to check it. But if you do some cursing, right, um, if it's F-bombs, then that's a little bit worse than if it's the minor, whatever you would call it, network TV curses, right, is a little bit different. But at the end of the day, a curse is a curse, and you need to be able to, Uh, to self-certify that that stuff properly right the the second one that is can be an issue is violence i see channels that often deal with self-defense right concealed carry and self-defense and they show you know people getting beat up people getting robbed people getting you know whatever you know fighting and things like that right those things could fall under you know, even though they identify that channel identifies as a gun tuber or a firearm channel, that content could identify um, or could be problematic under the, the violence section of advertiser friendly guidelines. So make sure you check out that section when you're self certifying to monetize that video to turn monetization on, I should say. When you upload make sure you're checking that that section if you feel like oh well there i showed a clip of a video let's see if anything in there applies that way i can check that and declare it um the third one and i think this is the other than the actual firearms related policy i think the third one is the one that that screws people up the most and that's the harmful or dangerous acts if you're sh- out on the range and you're shooting a firearm i hate to tell you that's a harmful or dangerous act. Um, In the eyes of YouTube and honestly, in the eyes of, of, you know, everybody may have people may have a different opinion on this. Right. But um, we preach safety all the time. So, you know, safety aside, we wouldn't be preaching safety if it if it does not have the potential to be harmful or dangerous. Now, those people that are watching the video, right, those those YouTube employees that are reviewing those, whatever the case may be you got to realize they might not be firearm owners. They might not be gun owners. They might not be exposed to firearms and know all of the nuances and everything else. So a lot of times to them, they're thinking, okay, well, this guy's shooting a gun and he didn't check their, or girl. And they did not check the harmful, dangerous acts because they've got a very benign thing that said, okay, this is a harmful or dangerous act. Right? The very first section of that, and let me pull it up, actually because uh, it's, it's really important to know exactly what it says. But the very first thing basically says that, you know, okay, it is a, you know, it is a harmful or a dangerous act. But, um, you know, it is in a controlled, professional and a controlled environment where no one has gotten seriously injured, blah, 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 right? So my opinion and from my talking with YouTube and conversations I've had, it's going to be better, especially if we're utilizing or shooting firearms uh, in those videos. It's going to be better for us if we click that that first box for sure. Right. Um, And then uh, the other one I want to hit on before we get to the firearms related content specifically, and we're going to get into some really good stuff here in just a second with that section. And we're going to talk about problem areas, right, that gun tubers can run into, uh, is controversial issues. A lot of people like to talk Second Amendment in the firearm community as gun tubers, and that's great. Um, Controversial issues, though, when you start getting into talking about uh, popular culture things, when you start talking about uh, getting popular cultural things, uh, let's take... um, what am I thinking? Oh, the, the, the goofball with a single action revolver uh, Baldwin, right? Let's take that for example. Depending on how you go about that and how you word that, right? And how you deal with that in the context around the video or whatever you're doing, that could fall under the controversial issues, right? If you're commenting on a, a mass murder situation or event, right? If you get into the political, especially if you get off into you know, partisan political rants and, and all kinds of other things, right? You de- Deviate, um, you know. You start out, you know, Second Amendment or gun-related, firearm-related, and then you deviate out. Then that can be problematic. So definitely be aware of the content you're you're creating, the context around that content that you're creating, uh, and make sure you check, you know, check these different little little boxes in the self-certification, and make sure you're not, you know, according to what it's telling you there anyway, that you're not crossing any lines. So let's jump into the firearm related content because this is really where the rubber meets the road and, and hold on. Let me,
0: yeah, let me just give you a second to regroup and go. Uh, So what we're doing is again, talking about creating content in 2023, specifically content on YouTube. Right. And, you know, so it's their platform and then content that's related to firearms. And in 2023, Uh, the beginning of 2023 there's there's lots of situations going on and we're attempting to offer a primer on the uh, con on the conversation because there's so much nuance out there and there's going to be so many specifics to the different uh issues people are having or the circumstances people are in uh what we're doing is creating a, a primer so we're trying to shoot for about a half an hour here then we'll answer some specific questions that have been coming in but Just to kind of play host here, we've talked about the YouTube Partner Program and the monetization policies, and then Clover's been talking about now the advertiser-friendly guidelines and uh, some aspects of that that have to do with uh, inappropriate language violence, harmful acts, controversial issues, things that are adjacent to the firearms issues that might be the thing that we are focused on because we're a gun channel or we had a video about 1911 but i guess what we've kind of been what clover's been talking about here are the policies that would talk about in that conversation about the 1911 you talked about some controversial issue or um something else that touched on these adjacent uh advertiser friendly guideline areas of the terms of service of working with youtube and that's where you know, just be aware if you're if you're in the boat and you're worried about the pier, but you don't notice the big tree floating in the water. Is it your fault or is the big tree's fault that you've got a big gash in the side of your boat? Right. So you you got a channel. You're on YouTube. You did or did not read the terms of service. Right. You, you know, you could say, oh, I don't feel like reading it. But guess what? The terms of service still apply. It's their platform. We're playing with their rules. And what Clover's talking about here are the rules. And it can get mad and suggest that what somebody else's issues must apply to me or you can actually just go check out the rules clover has essentially taken the rules showed you the page they're on dog-eared the page so it's easy to find and then took in a highlighter and highlighted the areas that we're talking about here and that's what we've been talking about in the description of this video the last one we're going to talk about is the one that's specifically about firearms and Again, this can be kind of dry if you're looking at it from the 30,000 foot view. But again, if you're creating content and you want to put that content on essentially one of the largest platforms on the planet Earth in 2023 to put that content, they have a set of rules. It's called the terms of service. There's portions of that rules that touch us. And that's what Glover's done here is showed us those portions. And now we're about to talk about this last one. He's about to run the highlighter over the firearms related content.
1: yeah, we're picking really good specific here, and you know, yeah, I'm glad you brought something up. So let me say real quickly, before we get into this, that um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with any of, the, with any of these policies, right? Um, you know, I I would love to see a free free platform, right? I, I but from a business standpoint, from YouTube's perspective, from a lot of other things. You know, I see. I can see their side. I can see their point of view. I can see what they like to call often the the spirit of the policy. Um, and another thing is proof as to um, why I think it's better to, you know, try to play within the policy while we fight them. Is is a couple of years ago. We actually made that happen. And as we dive into the firearms section of advertiser-friendly guidelines here, um, I can point out a couple that uh, that was the case, right? So um, the advertiser-friendly guidelines for firearm-related stuff, if you upload a video, if you go to monetize a video, you've got this box and you have to make a decision there um, whether or not uh, this the content There's three different sections. The first section is whether or not the content can earn 100% unfettered ad revenue. The second option is whether or not the content can earn at least some limited revenue, right? May not get every beat in the pool for every advertiser. This is where a lot of people get it wrong. A lot of people get the yellow. We're talking about green, yellow, gray icon, right? A lot of people get that yellow icon and they say, oh, I'm demonetized. Well, no, you're not. No, you're not. It's that simple. It's just you're not available to 100% of the advertiser pool in, uh, in AdSense. And it's always been that way. YouTube simply instituted the yellow icon and that um, classification just to be more transparent with creators. And ever since, they've been beat over the head with it, quite honestly, because people say they're demonetized when that happens. Um, And the proof that it's not demonetized is there's that third option, is that the content cannot earn any revenue. That's a gray icon, right? So what we're going to talk about is, you know, things let's talk about, let's focus on the positive, let's focus on the green, content that can earn, you know, uh, or is content that is eligible for all advertisers, right? And so there is a. I'm going to read through this, and then I'm going to I'm going to start parsing through and giving you some nuance, right? So, first of all, this was a portion of policy that I had direct access in working with and input i should say in working with and changing about two or so years ago which by the way was the last time any firearm policy across the platform has been changed so Great. everything so
0: you're saying that a platform that's pretty large and doesn't have any need or obligation to deal with any niche or realm of the community especially firearms a controversial one a one that could easily be ignored or misunderstood and just abandoned or neglected or abused. Instead, they actually sought out people to work with them who are knowledgeable about firearms and the way people create content with firearms. And then they worked with you and listened to you. And although they didn't do every single thing you asked for, they took some of your input and incorporated it into the new policies that we're dealing with here. So all these people that are suggesting that YouTube doesn't do anything are actually standing on the shoulders and experiencing policy that's actually been influenced by the gun community and industry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't get that crazy with it, but yeah. Yeah. That's um, pretty much
0: how it went down though.
1: <laughs> right. So uh, let me read, let me read through this. So first of all, we've got, uh, the, the headliner here. And there's a lot of comments out there. There's questions. Throw them in. We'll, we're going to try to address those. I see a lot that I really need to nail on that is the misinformation that we really need to combat. Um, but let's go into this. The questionnaire uh, for uh, monetizing a video under the firearm section reads, and it used to not read this way as of two years ago, but it reads now. Ah uh, non this is stupid. I agree non or semi-automatic and unmodified guns shown in a safe environment like a shooting range or a clear open area so as not into not so as not to endanger bystanders or property owned by others. Firearm and paintball gun assembly and disassembly for the purpose of repair or maintenance responsible use of airsoft or ball bullet BB guns okay so when they say non or non or semi automatic and unmodified guns okay that throws people for a loop what they're saying is essentially what they're saying there is full auto right full auto is not eligible for 100% green monetization that's what they're saying okay um, unmodified. Okay, and we'll talk about this down uh, a little bit lower, but unmodified is not what a lot of people think. Sticking a magazine in a gun has nothing to do with it being a modification. That has to do with a totally separate part of policy that has to do with the capacity of the magazine. I'm going to ask you to
0: refrain from too many of the specifics that might be coming up because you've got a lot of them in your head and you're going to take forever to get through. A bunch well, of things here. This is and, true.
1: This is true. Okay. So, because so, there's only
0: four things, I'm going to say go through them and then there's enough comments that, like you said, are going to want to get into this.
1: That's just, true. So, we later. will get into that. But anyway, um, so modifications are not what people think. Um, we've got the whole range issue. That was really bad for people that shot in the desert, for people that shot. You know, out in an open part of, especially a lot of our creative friends in Alaska had issues there. That was something that we were able to work on uh, and, and get that kind of some leniency there to help those folks. And the biggest thing, the thing that I'm most proud of is you can assemble and disassemble a firearm if it's within the context of repair and maintenance, right? Um, so You know, those are the things. So it says some examples of content that also fall into this category. Discussion on gun legislation uh, or the issue of gun control. Keep in mind that can fall under sensitive issues as well. Uh, Gun reviews and demonstrations, duh. Content featuring uh, optical scopes and silencers. Go figure. You can have optical scopes and silencers, right? Um, Prop guns uh, when not used to harm a person or property, duh. Right. So then we get into definitions. Right. And here's where, you know, the whole modification. This was where a lot of our our work um, on the policy really hit home. Uh, A safe environment refers to a location like a shooting range uh, or an enclosed area uh, for the purposes built uh, for target practice. Right. The woods, you know, open area, that sort of thing works as long as there's not houses around. Uh, traffic, it's obvious that you're on a range area, public, private, you know, land, secluded type area, whatever. Uh, Modifications. Here's where the rubber meets the road on this. Modifications, this is black and white in the policy. Modifications refer to anything that interferes, enhances, or changes the internal functioning of the product As well as, and this gets stupid, I agree, as well as hair triggers, bump stocks, and explosive incendiary ammunition or other attachments such as thermal infrared sites or large capacity magazines. Now, it's important to put a note in here, right, that if you parse out this policy further, um, and this is where I wanted to, inserting a magazine is not a problem. If you say I'm inserting this 30 round magazine, you just screwed yourself. I hate to tell you. If you insert a magazine and you pew, 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 pew 30 times plus in a row, you just screwed yourself. I won't go any further, but to tell you that, but that's what I will for, say about the for modification green, For green,
0: for green ads. So you're playing for into green, it. And you're getting into too yes. many. You're getting into too many yes. details because we're still on step three of number I one, not through number four. And you're getting hung up on the people that are complaining about glitches along the way. And I know, no, but it's in, in, but it's to important
1: to out. but it's important to point that out, right? So anyway, oh, only the some um, people who are glitched on gun. it.
0: Everybody else is getting. Caught up in too much nuance. So, I guess, okay.
1: but there's a lot of people that so are. So essentially, here's the that. deal.
0: There's okay. So going back to big picture, if you're going to create content on YouTube, mm-hmm. there's people out there freaking out about the details again. And who cares about details? Where you can get upset yeah. about a piece of sand, yeah. or you can understand how the engine works. Sometimes it matters about that piece of sand, but learn how the engine works first. So we're talking just to bring it out into perspective again, because you got to know some detail there. We, we had the YouTube Partner Program. And there's the monetization uh, guidelines for that. And then there's the advertiser friendly guidelines that we're talking about now, which are slightly different. And there's some areas that you mentioned earlier, inappropriate language, harmful, or dangerous acts, controversial issues, things that might be touched on or adjacent, you know, part of our videos that we don't pay attention to uh, right. because we're focused on the firearms. Now we're talking about firearms and that's where. Again, you really only talked about this first section, the content that can get a green light. Green so light, yeah. All this does is if you're trying to monetize, so right away, a whole bunch of people that are just creating content on YouTube are not focused on the monetization aspect. <laughs> the right. people that are, are not, honestly, if you're focused on monetization on YouTube, this is not a realm to, to focus on. It's a, it's a yes, you're fighting the current. You're fighting a current is what I'm saying. Go, so, go do... I disagree. Or, well, okay, but I'm just saying in general, the people that are listening to this and frustrated are probably not even caring about if their video is going to get a green light. But That's in fine. reality, the reason we're talking about this is because if you're trying to get your your content to flow, you know, to uh-huh. go down with the the with the flow of content you don't want to be fighting the current and you don't want to be constantly hitting the shore. You want to be doing something so that you're in the guidelines. Yeah. So these, right. these advertiser guidelines are going to give you some idea of the boundaries of like, Hey, if you, if you're meeting these guidelines, more than likely, you're not going to be getting caught up in the stuff on the side of the river. If you, you're not going to be hitting every rock.
1: Yeah. There's people that came in late. I realized that to the live stream. Uh, but if anybody's listening to this in replay, listen to the whole thing, I specifically have said early on, the reason we're talking about monetization policy and advertiser friendly guidelines is if you adhere, I don't care. If you don't care about monetization, that's fine. But if you adhere to these guidelines, the odds of you getting a community strike are near zero.
0: So that's, uh, that's just where I wanted to get at. So we're still yeah. talking about the things that have been glitching green. people to get out for the little green light. So they're not right. making a couple of bucks on their video. But it's also, right. if you're not paying attention to that green light, it's also the kind of thing that gets you channel strikes or gets you community warnings and that kind of thing. So the next right. one, that was is essentially the then yeah. is the next one. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, the next one is the yellow, right? Meaning you're going to get limited advertising. That's the yellow, not demonetized, limited advertising. It's yellow. Um, is And it reads, use of guns outside a controlled environment, use of airsoft or ball bullet BB guns against others without protective gear. Uh, some examples of this content that also fall in this category, showing guns being used uh, in unprepared or uncontrolled environments, uh, on a public street outside a home, you know, with bystanders around, blah blah blah, and that's the only section there, right? So I don't know of any gun tubers that I'd honestly fall into that are that are really doing any of that, right? So here's the other thing that's interesting. So this next section, which we really got to dive into, um, is Content that will earn no revenue. And here's the issue: I see content that meets this criteria all the time that has a yellow icon. Again, people are claiming they're getting demonetized, but yet the con and their content should be demonetized, but yet they've got a yellow icon, right? This should warrant you a gray icon if you do any of this. Let's read this uh, and no and no ads, right? So content that shows gun creation or modification including assembly or disassembly now again this falls in away from the cleaning or maintenance promotes gun makers or sellers or facilitates the sale of a gun Minors using gun without adult supervision we've had some issues with that lately it's right there in policy content showing guns modified with bump stocks or hair triggers we kind of covered these earlier in the what restricts you from all green, right? This is just a reiteration that. I feel like
0: whoever said hair triggers, <laughs> somebody should have got up, walked around the table, oh, and God. slapped them slapped in the
1: mouth. Them? Yeah, like, what are we, in the 60s? Um, so thermal night vision or infrared uh, sights or using thermal, explosive, or incendiary ammunition. Content featuring large-capacity magazines in, in quote, 30 rounds or more. Uh, attached or separate from a gun, Uh, content featuring fully automatic guns or guns modified to fire more than a run round on a single trigger pull. Some examples of the content that will fall into the category where you can get no monetization at all, no ad money. Um, Guides as a how to add a bump stock to a firearm, Uh, recommendations of top gun manufacturers or firms from which to purchase firearms, uh, i.e. 15 best gun shops, again, within the context of purchasing, uh, referring users directly to a site, facilitating the sale of guns, Uh, promotion of the sale of a firearm or component, included but not limited to, this is a part that everybody needs to really pay attention to, Sale of a firearm-related part or component that is essential to or enhances the functionality of the firearm, including 80% gun parts, ammunition, ammunition clips, silencers, ammunition belts. Okay, no-brainer there, right? Here's where a lot of people get in trouble is, again, promotions of the sale of a fireman or component, including but not limited to stocks, Conversion kits, gun grips, scopes and sights, all readily available on Amazon. Keep that in mind, right? Uh, videos which promote uh, content for gun stores, duh. Uh, videos which promote manufacturers or discount codes for gun stores. Again, this is monetization. This is losing your ad, uh, the ability to to be advertiser friendly to have ads on your video Um, or maybe it's just yellow right restricted could be either way videos containing firearm making instructions uh, replica gun assembly disassembly or steps on gun modification guides or software or equipment for 3d printing of guns or gun parts Uh, and then assembly disassembly of a firearm for the purposes of modification again like we talked about in the all green section cleaning maintenance safety totally totally above board full green with that so uh, as long as you're not you know doing some kind of crazy modification that again through the descriptions here doesn't change the inherent nature of the of the firearm doesn't turn it from semi-automatic to fully automatic or you know some crazy binary trigger thing or something you know along that lines right so if you're going in and you're placing a a part because a you know stock part with a stock part because that part's worn right Uh, let's say or you know you're changing the grips or you're you know changing out some sights right like those things do not affect the inherent function of that firearm so um yeah and that's it honestly gee so we've ran through that we ran through it kind of quick uh the links are out there 47 minutes (laughs) We've i told you i told you 30 to 45 but we vamped for a few before we started so but um, i appreciate letting me
0: cut you off and get through some of like i say because what's happening is uh all right, I'm going to zoom out a little bit on this, if I can figure out which way to do it. Okay, so I'm zooming out again. So we're looking at two different things, the advertiser-friendly uh, guidelines. And if I zoom out even more, uh, is it ever going to get – they don't really have a bullet list, but you can tell there's these sections here. Inappropriate language is a section. It has if a you drop-down.
1: Click the blue. Yeah, if you click Violence, the blue, it gives you the sections. Right? Yeah.
0: There's these different drop-downs. So any of these things can affect any channel. We're using their platform and they're huge and they're dealing with all different kinds of people doing weird stuff all over the place. I have no (laughs) idea anymore what the number of hours of video gets posted every minute. Right. So there's just a lot of stuff they're dealing with. 400 plus. Yeah. Hours every minute.
1: Hours every minute. Yeah. Yeah. 400 plus hours of content every minute.
0: So they're just dealing with a lot of stuff and some of the stuff like Clover's talking about the controversial issues and just generally where we might, you know, step in something there inadvertently. So then this firearm section is the section of the advertiser friendly guidelines, which are essentially your your guidelines for that self, what's it called, the self uh, examination of your video, that stage, that you know, as you go through the different tabs as you're creating your video and posting it on youtube one of the tabs is your your self-evaluation and this is where you can their guidelines to help you determine whether or not you can apply for monetization but like clover saying even if that's not your goal or your ambition for your channel this is a way to let you know like where the cones are so you've got no problem if you stay within these cones then you're going to have no problem navigating bigger youtube community standards and stuff with that being said we did get some i don't know where this super chat came in probably on clover's channels my channels have been demonetized so uh thanks either for way. that super chat thanks. yeah thanks yeah. travis either way uh i've um, been staring some stuff over here and we just yeah, to keep I think it uh, at an hour i want to try to not get into too many of these so i'm just going to quickly read through them or have you been starring some also
1: uh, yeah, I started a couple I didn't know but I mean let's burn. Okay, so I'm just where? gonna here
0: I'm, I'm gonna run through a bunch of them So people can get an idea of the variety of them and then you can pick maybe three and let's see how far we get in 10 minutes, but just to go through them in the order yeah, that cool. I found them Zane had asked follow the money most countries around the world hate this. That's fine So the, I'm not gonna address each one. I'm just gonna read it I was wondering if the videos need to be public to be dealt with with these uh, guidelines. call was saying, What about the titles of the videos? Pat had said, I wish that YouTube had given us a heads up about the latest community guideline changes rather than just handing out the strikes. Roy had said, Has YouTube ever loosened or asked, Has YouTube ever loosened the community guidelines in regards to firearms, or do they only get more strict as time goes on? Zane had asked, I think, uh, or said, I'm just thinking Odyssey looks better and better every day. Krabby Turtles. Uh, said, once you receive a strike, how difficult is it to get back in their good graces? That's a good question. 500 Magnum asked, can you use a speed loader for your revolver on YouTube? Uh, And then uh, KFW said, you can take for granted that people reviewing the videos know anything about, or I guess he's asking, can you take for granted that the people reviewing the videos know anything about firearms? And then Travis asked, Clover, when you get a chance, would you explain what we can do if we get limited or no ads on a video? I want to go further if it fails a requested second check. So that one's very specific, but
1: all right. So that's
0: ten of them. Let's and, do it. Uh, just Speed. take three of those for now.
1: Bops, lightning around. I think I can handle all of them, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so to, to Zane, talking about the countries around the world. Keep in mind YouTube uh, and even said countries limit videos from ever being seen in those countries so what another other country may or may not like doesn't necessarily dictate what we get to do that's how i would answer that one yours g most of today. us
0: are only monetized in the u.s anyway yeah. so yeah. it doesn't uh, matter I mean, yeah. the other countries right. might have policies but we're not attempting to monetize there so correct it, and most of us aren't reaching out to too many other countries but it can be frustrating for people in like the uk and I know we've had people in, like, uh, well, other countries all over the country, all yeah. over the world. Oh yeah, 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 Austria, Austria, Australia,
1: Germany, uh, Japan. I think people know about
0: VPNs yeah. and, and jumping into the internet from right. different places with a VPN yeah, and, we're, and we're seeing what it. they yeah. want to see. But yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, yours. Do they do they need to be public? Um, anything on the platform is subject to policy. Anything on the platform doesn't matter so if it's private. It doesn't unlisted, matter if it's private. Does not matter, it does what not matter if they're deleted, what now, If
0: they've deleted and they don't exist anymore,
1: no. If you delete them from the platform, you're fine. Now, I'm, I'm going to add a quick caveat here because I've, I've talked with a, quite a few creators that have got up to speed on policy and they're like, Oh crap, I've got a bunch of videos that are running afoul of policy, right? Whatever that policy might be. Now, I suggest you at least unlist vi- those videos while you're tweaking them and blurring things and chopping things out, right? And the reason I suggest that is at least that shows some some activity on your part that if you've got a hundred videos that run up against policy and you know this, right, then they could hit you one, two, three, and your channel's gone, potentially, right? Or your monetization is gone or whatever the case may be. If you unlist all of those while you're working through them, at least in escalation in this deals with reaching out to me with YouTube support with whatever and trying to get some help. At least we can make the case that, hey, wait, they're trying to get their stuff compliant, right? We can we can show that you you unlisted those and you're trying to get everything just right, right? So uh, there could that could afford you some leniency is what I'm saying. Um, well, then
0: you're already assuming some stuff and I don't know how much you want to get into this. Well, yeah, but the yeah. questions didn't necessarily come up, but they're going to be adjacent questions to this. But YouTube is a platform made up of rules by humans. And then it's staffed by a bunch of st- you know people that are employees who some of them have been there for a while. And some of them have been in that position for a little while. But these are just like any other company within, you know, you, you get in good with the manager and six years, six months later, it's a different manager. So it's just like any company, the people that are doing these roles may or may not know about firearms. They may or may not have an opinion or an interest in them and they may or may not be putting attention to these things, but you're kind of, I think we just assume that we're not talking like a, a system that puts no attention and no human effort into this, which, the work, I guess we're going to talk about some of the other platforms out there and ask what kind of people they have in any of these roles, let alone specifically to firearms. So there are people you can reach out to. It might be frustrating, slow, and not perfect, but there are systems.
1: Let's let's try to burn through a couple of these we can answer without any commentary that are just a matter of fact. Um, sure. So let's do roll calls. This real quick. What about the titles of the video? Your titles matter. I talked about it the first of this metadata, which is titles, tags, descriptions, thumbnails, like you need to be careful what you're putting in there and how it reinforces the context of the video or maybe draws attention to stuff in a different light, right? Um, Pat RMG says, I wish I had, I wish that YouTube uh, given us a heads up, latest community guideline changes. I was telling people months ago, things pat i know i've I've talked with pat i've I've tried to help pat and, and, and help him figure things out um these are not new policies that have been enacted i can't say that enough this is policy from months and months or a year and a half ago that has finally propagated and people weren't following it and now the enforcement side has caught up with it is the issue that's why we need to stay on top of these um I'm going to jump down real quick. Let's see. Where is YouTube? Uh, Roy says, has YouTube ever loosened the community guidelines in regards to farm or do they only get more strict? Well, I, I answered that earlier. I've, I've literally worked with YouTube to loosen policy. So that was easy. Zane says, uh, I'm just thinking Odyssey looks better and better every day. Yeah. But you're not uh, on the second largest search engine in the world or the largest video platform in the world. And from my experience and I worked many, many other platforms they all suck in comparison um, to the reach on YouTube, even with what we've got to deal with. Crabby uh, Turtle says, once you receive a strike, how difficult is it to get back in their good graces? Um, so the first thing is to make sure that the strike is warranted. That's where, um, that's where Human Review And appeal come into play, that's where escalation, getting in touch with me, getting in touch with YouTube support, getting in touch with creator liaisons um, to make sure that you kind of understand or you at least have some idea what went wrong. And if it was not an over-enforcement, over-enforcement of policy is a thing, right? Um, You could get back in their good graces in a matter of just a few hours if it's an over-enforcement and you go through the escalation processes, right? Um, if not, then that ties into to and B's down there, which you said, how long do strikes last when you're talking about community strikes, um, which when I hear strike, that's what I think, um, you know, typically, you know, it, it can be depending on the severity of it uh, up to 90 days. Right. And that varies from creator to creator, and it kind of depends on the content and the strike. When we're talking about getting pulled from monetization, pulled from the YouTube Partner Program, again, 30 days, you should be able to reapply on that end. 500 Magnum.
0: How long do they last? It's permanent. And after 30 days, you can reapply to the one yes. if they want to sure. allow sure. you in is another question. Sure. And then yes. I've had strikes longer than 90 days before on the community site. So right. that depends on. I've the had them for a week.
1: So, yeah, well, I've had them
0: way longer. I've had them yeah. for six months. Yeah. I've had them for nine months. So they, they've done different things over time. So it's not like, again, this thing is a constant written in stone thing that eight years ago or 18 years ago, they came up. I don't know how old YouTube is anymore. I started in eight, so, you know, 10 whatever plus years ago, the policies were different. The policies will evolve and they'll be different in the future. So again, playing in their pool, learn their rules.
1: So, uh, 500 Magnus says, uh, can you use a speed loader for your revolver on YouTube? Jesus, that's ridiculous. Yes, absolutely, 100%. You can use a speed loader on YouTube. I guess that was maybe a joke, but we covered it. KFW says, uh, uh, can you take for granted the people who are reviewing the video uh, know anything about firearms? Um, As I said, over-enforcement is a thing. Um, there, are, there is a reason we're talking about a million channel reviews plus, a million on the minimum side, that YouTube handles in a week. A million. If 1% of those are over-enforced, you do the math, right? And if 1% of those are over-enforced and a half percent of those 1% are all gun channels, it looks like the freaking apocalypse, right? So that's why if you don't get the size and the scope of YouTube, that's where it can become problematic, Um, Yeah, I mean, they're regular people, right? I couldn't review a makeup channel. So to put that on any particular reviewer. Now, that being said, there's a reason I talk about escalation. You need to appeal. You need to work on trying to escalate if you think something is you need to consult somebody to try to get an idea if you actually did something wrong. Because I can tell you, there's a lot of times that people come to me and they swear up and down they didn't do anything wrong. I had this conversation with a creator just last night, who I love to death, but he will remain nameless, that I didn't do this and I didn't do that and I don't know what was wrong. And he uploaded his video to another platform. That is one perk of uploading to another platform is to have a an identical copy. Um, and I was like, dude, at three minutes you did this, at five minutes you did that. And he's like, oh crap, I did. That simple. So, but. Part of the deal with escalating is when we escalate stuff, and we can show things we're over-enforced, I can guarantee you YouTube acts on that. I can promise you. Travis P11 uh, says, Clover, when you get a chance, would you explain what we can do if we get limited or no ads on the video and want to go further if it fails a requested second check? So one of the first things you can do is you can approach normal YouTube support in the studio. Second thing you can do, I, I hate to say it, is reach out to me. I mean, I can't divulge the sources, the people I know, the people I consult. Unfortunately, I can't talk about all of that. Um, but I can tell you that I can look at it and give you some insight. Um, there was a creator I just got a text today. He had a shot show video. It had a problem. Yeah, it was yellow. I consulted him on what the problem was. He pulled it down. He fixed it. He re-uploaded it, and he has no problem now. So I've got a pretty good track record at being able to help with things like that, uh, and I don't mind doing it. Gizzard Gary says uh it's not true. Because sometimes can't. it's just
0: things like putting a note in there that says this was on a range with supervised blah, blah, blah in the description so that it's a, a base is covered or that a, a right. T is crossed and a, an I is dotted. It doesn't mean like... Oh, go in there and put a big thing, and say, you know, it's a, you know, sometimes it's just being aware of their policy and addressing it so that the reviewer right. who doesn't have any idea what's going on hears the keyword or the point they need, right? So that they can do right. their job and keep and keep moving.
1: Yeah, uh, gives her something that's not true. YouTube has a statement under their policy that says they have the right to issue strikes to videos even if they're deleted. Yeah, they've got a lot of. Uh, blanket coverage policies, but I can tell you uh, from retroactive enforcement of policy to a lot of different conversations that I've had, uh, that's very few and far between. That has to be some pretty egregious stuff. Um, And if you're deleting it for the purposes of, I don't want to get in trouble, (laughs) and especially if it's never been public, um, something like that, uh, if it's deleted, they can tell when something was deleted. They can tell when a description or title was modified they have like a time capsule thing they can tell all of that you're not going to do anything i agree with with gizzard in the sense that you're not going to do anything on youtube that youtube doesn't know what you did first of all right so but they'll be able to tell like oh he deleted this after that policy come out or whatever the case may be right um and if there is some type of action that is taken again that's why we have escalation and stuff uh chris says clover's correct he says after Actually thinking about the title and especially the thumbnail, I was suddenly getting better views. uh, And she hit it. He said, uh, suddenly getting better views. I believe thumbnails are probably most important. Yeah, that gets off into a thing. But yeah, thumbnails, definitely, when you're talking about growing a channel, yeah, you got to have good thumbnails and good good titles for sure. Uh, The Redneck Preppy says, you're being polite about absolving them of the overwhelming work created by the system. When they created the system and the conditions it created. Uh, I'm not being polite. I'm being real. Uh, I don't know how to necessarily answer that. Uh, continue, continue to fight the system. That's cool. Props. I salute the people that want to fight the system. Uh, I want to understand it, work within it. And as I've already proven, uh, try to change it for the better. So well, that's my, would be my comment there. So we're an hour and four minutes. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah so I can tell you from working at AOL back in the olden days and then Microsoft being like you know a little bit Microsoft that they don't have to do anything like they can easily not do stuff so Yeah they could push could,
1: a button and get rid of all gun channels they could literally Well, no, I
0: mean they could have just never even put it in as a thing like Oh this, yeah that's uh, true oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Could, you know not yeah. even a thing and then and they don't have to they're just doing it because they you know are but um I have no idea why and they're not doing it good I mean they say hair triggers and stuff I'm not rallying behind their dumbness but i'm just saying think about one of the other ones uh i don't know how you know who we're talking to but we've been when we talk about these other platforms but the other platforms none of them are perfect they were they were perfect in any way shape or form they'd be huge they all have their pluses and their negatives and their negatives outweigh the fact that they're not replacing youtube so it'd be awesome something will replace youtube i've been waiting for that and i am i am 100 aware that something will replace it i've uh, watched lots of different incarnations of things over the years that could have the potential or that i hoped would have the potential but what we don't have on those is any awareness of firearms specifically uh, unless it's a firearms you know focused one in which case it's scale is different but uh yeah the understanding that the YouTube stuff isn't perfect, isn't con- being like, Oh, okay. I'm willing to work, which is willing to work with imperfection. The imperfection isn't permanent. I guess that's the thing is that if you want it to change, work with it and change it, it's malleable. It's actually a pretty decent uh, system as far as systems go in that there is uh access to it there's there's movable parts there are people they have hired people to do stuff clovers had a lot of success working with them uh they're not over eager and worried about guns but they're not as scared of guns and they are slowly understanding them you know to the extent that they're gonna not they're giving them the attention that they're essentially do right we don't make anywhere near the money that makeup do but um yeah, if yeah. we want stuff to be better, then you can work with it, or work on it, or work, you know, around it, or work whatever, or you can ignore it. But what makes something better? Ignoring it, letting it rust, or beating on it and painting it and fiddling with it and drilling it out again or welding a hole shut and build, we're drilling it again, you know, working with it. Right. Um, so, you, and that's all we're trying to do is give people some parameters tonight of the tool and the the interactions with the tool. Again, I'm thinking of it as Clover opened up the the massive terms of service, found that there's two portions of it that apply to us. That's the monetization, the YouTube Partner Program uh, monetization policy, and then the advertiser friendly guidelines, which give you some direction as far as your uh, content uh, focus of your content as to whether or not it falls within an advertiser guideline, which again, I like those cones to let you know if you're, you know, going with the flow of what YouTube is, uh, is willing to promote and willing to uh, not take off their platform essentially. So, uh, you know, those rules changed in 2023. Clover found a couple of pages and linked to them in the description of the video here. We spent about uh, 45 minutes describing them. And then what kind of a speed round addressing some of the questions. Um, Gizzard's got another one here If you want to hit that
1: Well I mean first of all again yeah we did speed round that So I'm open to, to conversations And consultations Uh, You know on a case by case basis just reach out to me Right Uh, but yeah I want to hit I want to hit uh, Ann Marie real quick I mean this is an easy one Uh Wherever it went there Please don't hit her uh, address her question if you'd like But don't hit her hit, uh, Well yeah she, she's quick she can dodge it Uh Dip duck dodge dipe yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It says, uh, what percentage do does two take from your earnings or your taxes before or after they're cut? Okay, um, anywhere from about 30 to 45-ish percent. It kind of depends on what it is, right? Whether it's ads, whether it's Super Chat, whether it's membership. Um, and then um, your taxes, YouTube AdSense pays you. Google AdSense, right, pays you. Uh, and then you pay taxes based on that. They don't take any taxes out. Keep that in mind. So as a creator... This is a very important sticking point. Like, if you're making money, you're getting a check from YouTube, you're getting payments from YouTube. Make sure that you know you're okay as far as uh, the wonderful, illustrious IRS. That's all I got to say about that.
0: Um. So then, Roy asked, if someone if something replaces YouTube, what are the odds Google will buy it? Oh, that's good. Really good. Really
1: good, good. Odds. <laughs> really good. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, I think what will replace it is a different use of the Internet as the youth, you know, people that grew up with smartphones, I think they're less and less interested to be on these giant platforms. They're using the giant platforms because they're there, but as we see different technologies and they get a chance to create some stuff, I think we'll see different decentralization, maybe, is a cool way to say it, like some different use of the Internet. And I think that's what will... Yep. make it difficult for something to buy that. Right.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: All right. You want to hit Gizzard's last one?
1: Uh, maybe what do you say? As long as, uh, as long as some people who own the search engine, also on YouTube, no other creator, uh, has a fair chance to succeed. It's a monopoly. There's some truth to that. I mean, they own the, the, the number one and number two, when you're talking about Apple bet company, they own the number one and number two, um, uh, you know, search engines in the world. They also uh, uh, also own a massive advertising infrastructure as well. Um, so, you know, that's that kind of couples with Roy's thing of what are the odds they buy it out, right? Um, so that's why I am poised to, you know, have been for years at this point to make connections, to, you know, work with YouTube, to try to alleviate some issues, to try to educate creators as much as I can. Uh, because you know, I, I I think I think we'll see YouTube morph into things, but I don't know that YouTube technically goes anywhere. I think it morphs into, into different things. So um, that's just my opinion on it. But uh, yeah, I think it I think it behooves us to to have some type of relationship, and they value our input. Let me let me end. Let's end by saying that. Um, you know, every time I reach out to any of my contacts and and it's a valid over enforcement and stuff, they're absolutely 100 percent super appreciative. When I when IAB test certain things with policy, I'll create a video specifically in a certain way with a context. Right. To test out policy. They are appreciative of that. So um, not everybody at YouTube is hates us, and is against us. There's a whole lot of employees there, thousands upon thousands. Yes, I'm sure there are some total anti-gun zealots that work at YouTube. Um, I don't know any personally. I'll put it to you that way.
0: And do you know anybody in that organization, at any organization that has the power to use their political opinion to do something other than the, like maybe the owner of the place?
1: Well, if you're talking about Susan, I mean, here's the thing with Susan. A lot of people uh, and and she's the head no, of the No, no, I'm thinking
0: more of like a manager oh. or something or oh. just like the head of somebody who says, yeah. "Hey, every time you see one of these videos, just strike it. Like that that's not happening." They're trying yeah. to Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's not
1: happening. And, and to speak with that with YouTube and, and Susan, Susan gets a, hot, a lot of hate, and rightfully so. She's the head of the platform, and the platform does have a lot of problems. I get it. Uh, and they open their mouths a lot, or she does, and a lot of higher ups. And I mean, you got to, you reap what you sow in that regard. Uh, but Susan is not pushing buttons and pulling strings as far as strikes and policy. And she's not, period, in the sentence.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody, for your. Uh joining us and being part of it, and uh, if we missed any of your questions, feel free to follow up in the comments after this is over or with one of us individually. We uh, go live on Tuesdays and kind of workshop content creation, and uh, each of us has channels, multiple channels out there. we will let Clover end it here.
1: Uh, yeah, just reach out to me. I know KFW said doesn't have a clue why he got a strike, blah, blah, blah. Uh, reach out to me. Let's figure it out. Simple as that. Uh, And that offer extends to anybody else that's out there watching, listening now, replay, whatever. Let's uh, let's figure some stuff out. I don't have a problem with it. And uh, thanks for joining the uh, dozens of people that uh, were here listening. Appreciate it.
0: We were trying to give away a uh, patch this whole time. Uh, Thanks to our Patreons on both sides. We'll just give the, the patch away to our Patreons.